Welcome everybody to the Party of Two podcast. We are not at the theme park today. We are at home planning out our 2019. But uh, for now, I am one of your hosts, the internet's Mark B. Donica. And I am your other host, Andrea Donica. Welcome to this episode of Beyond Blue Sky, where we're going to take a look at all the stuff in 2019 and tell you what our top three choices are. We've got stuff from all over the country as well as, well, there's some stuff that's happening around the world that we're yeah. not that that isn't necessarily pegged at 2019 but uh, we're going to talk about th- there's a lot of roller coasters because so many as we've been as we've realized with our newly minted cedar fair passes Woo-hoo! there's a lot of other parks in in the area and also with a lot of the uh, various Ugh. what I've got, <laughs> I've got a grumble in my in my grumble <laughs> uh, there there's a lot of smaller theme parks that have a lot of big followings that we're just not akin to because we're next to three of the biggest in the world we're southern california babies but we're we might be wandering outside of our our usual theme park zone and exploring what the rest of at at least the u.s has to offer yeah there's one that that was very interesting that that we're going to talk about a lot of people seem to be trying to compete with galaxy's edge this year which is great by trying to keep people in their respective state and there's one in particular that i've that i found really interesting so we're we're going to run through a lot of this stuff and and we're going to go pretty quickly we've got some official descriptions and and so things may sound a little bit more fantastical than they are and imagine if you will that we have our dining table covered in different theme park maps from all over the u.s yeah that's what we're doing and we're 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 also we also have a u.s map and uh, we got all these different multicolored pins figuring out where we're gonna go next we're planning our 2019 attack as it were attack jeez well i mean it's a little bit of a war zone i i guess i (laughs) (laughs) i'm also gearing up for uh the finale of game of thrones so i've also got that in my mind too yeah i wish there was a theme park of game of thrones now that would be yeah maybe one day maybe one day an hbo theme park now that would be something a little bit It'd be it'll be a little, a little spooky, but yeah. it's an adult. Well, I mean, we. We're, I wonder. I wonder what it would be. I mean, not not Skinamax. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's <laughs> Cinemax. But it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we. I believe we all know what we mean. Ahem. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get started with some of these. I've some of these parks I've never heard of, which is fine. Same. We're we're expanding our horizons here. That's the whole point of everything ah there's one more thing i forgot to put on the list but i will as we're going okay we've got the phoenix coming to adventureland in altoona iowa which is a dizzying oh well uh, a lot of these the, a lot of these uh, roller coasters come from a in a usa today article that i that i found just to give credit where credit's due neat phoenix and adventureland in altoona iowa is getting a dizzying spinning coaster that will climb 50 feet and hit 40 miles per hour that's the shortest and the most succinct <laughs> description that that i've found the kentucky flyer is coming to kentucky kingdom in louisville presumably kentucky a relatively mild wooden family coaster it will drop 45 feet and reach the top speed of 35 miles per hour with a height of uh, a height requirement of 40 inches the ride will be accessible from a fairly young age and that are fairly brave yeah I mean, we don't have to read everything. Well, I, I mean, come on. Discovery Kingdom in Vallejo, California is getting Batman the Ride. It's described as a 4D free fly coaster. And just looking at some of the photos, it looks it looks like X2 at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yeah, and uh, it's going to include inversions and in beyond 90 degree drops. That mm-hmm. sounds really intense. Yeah. And Ugh. it's it's the similar it what what makes me think that it's just an X clone is the main drop is the fake out dip and oh. then the main one and the ride vehicles have the guests fanning out on independently well quote independently spinning mm. wings so it it makes me think that's more Batman the ride than the Batman the ride that we have and if if they just rethemed X two to be Batman, though it wouldn't necessarily... Though X2's, it's not in the right place. No, and the theming for X2 isn't isn't correct anyway, but that's coming to Vallejo, California. 
SeaWorld two has theming. That's the problem. Okay. Well, it's you get <laughs> you get music. You there's a variety of uh, rock music that plays oh. when you go, but you don't you don't get control of it. Mm. Similarly to uh, Guardians, but it's not as dynamic. Mm. Title Twister is coming to SeaWorld San Diego. It will appear that two trains will be barreling toward each and narrowly averting each other. In reality, the first of its kind, Title Twister, will feature two sets of cars mounted on one long train that will span the entire length of a 320-foot horizontal figure eight track. Passengers will face both forward and backward, and the train will travel both directions as it revs up to 30 miles per hour. Sea mammal abuse not included. No, just regular mammal abuse. Hmm. Tigress coming to Bush Gardens in Tampa. It's the tallest launched coaster in Florida that will impel its train forwards and partway up its track where it will stall and roll backwards. The second launch will keep it moving backwards partway up the opposite side of its giant loop. Tigress's third launch, wow, geez, three launches, <laughs> but it's a 150-foot loop, which will invert at the apex. Those The in, the apex inversion loops are starting to become more of a thing. Yeah. We, we did it at, at Knott's on, um, was it Hang Time? Hang Time. Hang Time. Hello. <laughs> uh, Charlotte, North Carolina at Carowinds is getting Copperhead Strike. It will do two magnetic launches as opposed to a chain-driven lift hill. Chains are expensive, and when they break down, it takes a lot in order to, in order to fix them because you have to get into the nitty-gritty of the mechanism as opposed to a launch it's kind of just you have to fix it's either a power issue or a magnet issue mm. instead of a uh, instead of chains it's every a lot less time, to fix every time i think of uh maintenance and construction for roller coasters that are fully exposed like a lot of the ones that we're talking about now are i think of all these poor maintenance workers that have to climb up ridiculously high places without all that much safety around them <laughs> and and having to fix it on site in that same spot uh if anyone out there is listening that has that that tough job i salute you and we'd like to talk to you yeah Contact us at party of two pod and tell us maybe what the freakiest uh maintenance job you've ever had was well, that's, an, that's another thing. By having all of these launch coasters, that gets mechanisms out from the top of a lift hill. Everything's down closer to the ground. Maybe not necessarily right on the ground, but it's definitely a lot closer than these 150-foot lift hills and, and more that, that we're getting. Yeah. So it's it's a good safety issue. It's a, it's a rush, and it can help technicians feel a little bit safer. Yeah. That's nice. An unnamed Eurofighter coaster will and record-breaking spinner coaster, record-breaking spinner coaster, uh, will be a, become a part of the Nickelodeon Universe indoor theme park coming to the East, the American Dream Mall in East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's a lot. Yeah, the, these two two coasters are going to be big, but the Eurofighter one is going to have a um, a view of the Manhattan skyline. How 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 nice will that be for the five seconds you're in the air <laughs> before you plummet down the overbanked drop of what at 121.5 degrees, the steepest coaster drop in the world. Oh boy! Yeah. And there will be another coaster that intertwines with the Eurofighter. Um, I don't know why they keep it's a Eurofighter type coaster, which I'm not as familiar with that that model but mm. i guess we have some research to do i guess so uh yukon striker at canada's wonderland near toronto it's going to be the world's tallest longest and fastest dive coaster yukon striker will bring the passengers to the precipice of a 245 foot 90 degree drop <sighs> then let them mull it over for a few agonizing moments then dive <laughs> down at 80 miles per hour before bottoming out in an underwater tunnel wow yeah. oh, that's that's intense. Yeah, um, Canada's Wonderland seems to be going for the world, for some world record, world records like uh, Six Flags used to be. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. hats off to them, and uh, definitely don't wear a hat on this ride that's coming up. No, I think they'll they'll force people to put stuff away. Well, yeah, except for like the one jerk that's like, eh, no, I I have oh, hat fine. hair. That's fine. Yeah. I'm that jerk. Steel Curtain <laughs> is coming to Kennywood near Pittsburgh. Now, th this one's kind of cool. Like, we, there are a lot of licenses for rides 
that are usually movie-related or, or TV-related or music-related when it comes to certain parks. But there will be a Pittsburgh Steelers-themed roller coaster coming to Kennywood. Perfect place for it. Absolutely perfect place yeah. for it. It's, uh, it's, it's going to punt passengers 220 feet in the air hmm. and rush them 75 miles per hour before setting them topsy-turvy with nine separate inversions, oh, which will wow. be the new North American record for oh. inversions in a coaster. Oh. Um, one of the flip-overs flip will be a corkscrew at 197 feet. will also lay claim to the world's tallest inversion. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. And I, I'm... All of that stuff, despite how it kind of yeah. makes me, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to try that out. This next one seems interesting. Max with two X's. Max Force at Six Flags Great American near Chicago is going to have a compressed air launch system, which will catapult its trains from zero to seventy-eight miles per hour in two seconds flat, huh. the quickest acceleration of any in North yeah. America. So that's the thing is is all of these roller coasters are trying to take all of break all of the records so that they have a little bit of extra advertising thing to see and it gets that much more intense. Like, have you seen the coaster in? I think it's in China where it takes you up the lift hill and then the patch of track that you stop on lifts and does a straight down drop. Awful. Awful. If you could see my face right now. I mean, you can kind of hear Uh. your voice, but it's, it's, it's rolling up to nothing. And then the brakes being the best brakes. And going full straight down, it's n- it. That sounds like Santa's uh, inversion the the other week, but more intense. Yeah, not not a, not as bad as that. I I don't think there will be a day when that happens in the United States unless it's very 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 safe, and I don't think it will be a Six Flags that does it. Uh, the last one that we're going to talk about in this. Category is the West Coast Racers at Six Flags Magic Mountain in Valencia, California. Hey! Using electromagnetic Mm -hmm. propulsion, two trainloads of passengers on opposing tracks will rev up to 55 miles per hour on a straightaway and chase each other on a course filled with inversions, pops of airtime, and overbank turns. After an indoor pit stop, during which the famed car builders from West Coast Customs will cheer riders on, the trains will take a second lap, but on opposite tracks. The three-minute experience will include 14 (laughs) near-miss crossings. Sweet! That's dangerous. That's very <laughs> dangerous. But a three-minute ride time for a roller coaster is big. Oh, wow. That's big. Because you essentially get to ride it Thank twice. Thank goodness they're only doing 55 miles per hour because there's only so much that the body can take at once. Sure. And it doesn't It doesn't say how many inversions, but also with those near misses, it's it's they're turning... They're, they're making a street race coaster. Yeah. So... It's really cool. This would be like a, a Fast and the Furious equivalent, but using... which is a much better execution of Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, exci- I'm excited for this one. Yeah. Uh, this there, I'm really surprised at the couple of things in here that made me go, "Huh, okay, all right, yeah. maybe." All right, let's move on to some other parks around the the world. Wildwood Grove at Dollywood. There is a new land coming to Dollywood. Woo! In case you weren't planning a trip to Tennessee, there we're getting a a family friendly land, which is nice. Yeah, very nice. Something for a, a little bit of something for everyone. The middle of the land will be uh, in the middle of the land will be a fifty five foot tall wildwood tree covered in brightly colored leaves and decorated with butterflies. Parton's signature flourish. Yay. Yeah, and they'll be lit up each night. I, I think so if, pretty. Yeah, I can imagine that whole setup to be pretty dang cool. Yeah, and we've we've just kind of left the holiday season, but I'm sure they're already planning how they're going to decorate that for the holidays too. Yeah the the way that they expanded from uh, just for this winter season that we saw and we talked about on a previous show makes me makes it essentially confirmed that they're they're planning something even bigger for next year oh yeah hands down and by waiting to by waiting for the spring to launch this new land they're giving themselves time to be accustomed to the new flow with it so that by the time christmas comes around it's going to be fun and crazy yeah we've got a couple of things coming here we've got the mad mockingbird named after tennessee state bird uh the ride flies around a tree at 
the giant tree at high speeds, the riders can control their experience. Don't know what that means. Excited to see what that means. Yeah. Treetop tower. Riders can get a bird's eye view of the Wildwood Grove while riding in giant in giant acorns that spin at the top of an oak tree. <laughs> black Bear Trail. You ride on the the ride on a black bear and take Woo-hoo! a scenic tour of the woods. That that's like the dream, isn't it? Yeah. They're all real bears. I yes. don't know if that's true. No. The Sycamore Swing. It's the swinging boat ride. That's it. But a giant leaf. You're a, a leaf. It's a boat ride. Okay. Fo- frogs and fireflies. Guests can hop on the back of a frog and chase others around lily pads. Don't know what that means. I'm I'm really curious to see what this looks like in execution because mm-hmm. when I was reading this over, I'm like, huh, this, it, well, this is not Frogger. Uh, well, it seems like this whole thing is, is like um, Fern Gully. So you're getting yeah. a little bit of a fern gully. You're being shrunk down to the size of like all of the. You're being right in there with all of the forest folk. I just imagine these giant mechanical frogs that hop from place to place and are very unreliable. But the <laughs> the heart of this land will have the Dragon Flyer, which is a family friendly roller coaster that takes riders on an adventures uh, along with a dragonfly. There's an indoor play area, splash pools, and a whole bunch more. It's Wildwood Grove. From this report that we found, is going to be about thirty-seven million to build, and one million alone is being spent on landscaping, and that's according to Lonely Planet. I'm excited to see how this looks. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. Actually, I'm I'm really eager to potentially plan a visit to Dollywood specifically to see this. Yeah, no, Dollywood just in general. That's one of the smaller parks on our list oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely something that we didn't really hear anything about because it's not necessarily on our radar lego movie world is coming to legoland florida so they're reimagining the world of chima land that was there to be uh, brickburg bricksburg and it's gonna have three attractions in total two new rides and one reimagined they're reimagining the quest for chi interactive boat ride i don't know what sort of if at all kind of a boat ride unless you what if you all ride on a double decker couch you might you might oh that would be sweet or can you imagine like a a soren-esque ride where the ride vehicle is a double decker couch (laughs) i mean that that would lend itself well and you you look up and you see lego legs or that's that's where lego legs that so you go on a ride with Emmett and his friends and so you sit down and right before the the ride starts you see on the upper level of the couch like uh wild style's legs or or unikitty's legs i just i just want to see unikitty that's all i care about something like that that could be fun so that you're all sitting sitting on a couch together like pals and and it sort of books it together but we we don't know too much other that it's opening up in spring and then there was one other one other other land that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Nevermore. We know that their spring, uh, their spring. Th- I'm I'm trying to their spring fling. I'm trying to type and and, <laughs> and look up at the same time because mm. I totally blanked on it. But they're they have a new story coming up for spring. I forgot what it was called. It was I think it was revolving around norse biz really i remember us talking about it um but i can't i don't remember where i found all of the here we go seasons oh it's just they took it down maybe they're just bringing lore back or maybe they're changing they had something for the spring that that i had remembered but uh, right now aurora was the wintertime event that they just finished and lore was the fall event but I wonder if they're still working on the third one. Maybe they're renaming it. They're redubbing it something. Mm. But I guess we'll have more on that later. So let's talk about our parks. We've got, from Knott's Berry Farm, we're getting a revamp of Bigfoot Rapids, which made me sad because Bigfoot Rapids was always really fun. But, but you don't see Bigfoot. So why call it Bigfoot Rapids? Why change the name and put Bigfoot in it? <laughs> that's that's what I want to know. Well, we never got confirmation that bigfoot is actually going to go yeah, into this it was in the yeah. it was in the concept art here we go let's read this okay <laughs> this is from this is from knots.com 
Knott's Popular Bigfoot Rapids Whitewater Raft Ride will undergo a major renovation with the addition of new features to the attraction, including new animatronics, themed show scenes, a new story overlay, and plenty of dynamic water effects. The arrival of Calico River Rapids is one of the many exciting experiences that Knott's guests can enjoy in 2019. Uh, speaking quickly of those other events, it's they, the rest of this press release was just like... All of Knott's stuff. They're, well, they're, they're like in park events like no mm. no new attractions or this or that but like peanuts days or a scary farm or the boysenberry festival which we'll talk about because dang it i guess we're going this year oh we are <clears throat> and multiple times and they're doing it for a whole month now and now we don't have to talk about it because that was all of the news okay. calico river <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really excited. I know. I've been wanting to go to the Boysenberry Festival for years, Mm -hmm. and now we finally get to do it. we got to find our way there. Calico River Rapids will take voyagers on a search for new land through the outskirts of Calico, the richly themed area in Knott's esteemed ghost town. Guests will journey through the authentic setting with the help of legendary frontiersmen who have plotted the path for settlers to explore. Rafters will encounter a variety of wild surprises along the way, such as Roaring Rapids. That's another boat ride indigenous wildlife and peculiar homesteaders the circular ride which fits six six passengers will traverse through unexpected twists and turns rushing waters and rapid currents as it navigates the unexplored river path the attraction will come to life with new animatronics and special effects designed and manufactured by garner holt productions the world's lead designer largest designer excuse me not the lead designer but the largest designer and manufacturer of animatronics for theme parks now, in this press release, there is a photo of a large Bigfoot, so to speak, Sasquatch. Um, and we're not sure, and, and we're positive that it's not just like a really tall, overgrown, hairy man, right? It's larger than a man? Larger than a man? It's larger than a man? Do you have, do you have a photo from well, Easy? Well, I'm I'm trying to talk while this is happening. Well, I know, but I'm I'm trying to see I'm trying to find this picture that you're talking Oh. Yep. That's right. Yeah. They they did they did show this picture from the get-go. It reminded me so much of of the uh, Yeti from Expedition Everest that I kind of put it out of my mind and associated them being the same. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah, no, it's a big old, big old squatch. I hope that he, I hope that he scares the pants off of people. I hope so too, but probably not. Well, I hope that. I I I, I love knots, and and that's putting it very heavily. I'm a fan of knots. There are some things that they don't do as well as the competition. Oh sure. But dang, do they certainly try. So, when it comes to humanoid animatronics oh they're terrifying they're not that great so (laughs) why i love them so much so i'm excited to see what they can do with a non-human animatronic yes and the fact that there's also going to be some other cute little furry creatures Mm -hmm. as well kind of scattered about gonna be squatching squatching we're gonna gonna go squatching in spring, the much-anticipated Knott's Boysenberry Festival returns with countless one-of-a-kind Boysenberry-inspired food and drink offerings created by the Knott's culinary team. Each year, the menu ranges from delicious sweet desserts to zesty, savory dishes, plus tasty beverages bursting with tangy Boysenberry flavors. Unique entertainment, I assume berry-flavored uh, entertainment, and an array of berry artisan berry crafters round out the Berry Festival. Due to the festival's increasing popularity, it will be expanding to a full month of deliciousness from March 29th to April 28th. That's right in the middle of fair season, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right? We're going to be busy. And then in the summer of 2019, the fan-favorite Old West Adventure will continue with the return of Ghost Town Alive. As a new storyline set in the town of Calico is unraveled for guests to discover starting May 25th through August 18th and weekends from August 24th through Labor Day, September 2nd. During Ghost Town Alive, guests may return to the streets of Calico and experience an authentic Western adventure by becoming a star in the day's evolving storyline. Yeah! As they unlock adventures through interactions with the townsfolk or by joining in on the town's activities. And as night falls, even more summer fun will continue throughout the park with new entertainment offerings. Also, Knott's Scary Farm and Knott's Merry Farm to round out the rest of the year. 
it's it's gonna be it's gonna be big. Yeah. Speaking of big things, how about dinosaurs? Universal Studios. Woo-hoo! Universal Studios, California. We're getting. I totally forgot as we were building this list. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that thing that we did an entire show about. <laughs> Uh, Jurassic World is coming to the park in 2019. Journey to where living dinosaurs roam the earth in the part expedition, part hound, what? Heart pounding. High. Water ride based on the blockbuster films. So the only thing that we've seen from construction here is that the original big opening scene is now undercover. And I wonder how much of the ride is going to be indoors. I wonder as well. I kind of felt like a lot of it is going to lend itself to being indoors Mm -hmm. just from the Jurassic World franchise that they've created. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really excited to see the changes. I'm hoping that not all of the original dinos are going away, though. Like, yeah. I still want to see uh, some Brachiosaurus, some Triceratops, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh my gosh, the baby play area. That's the dream. <laughs> That's the dream for me, at least. Well, there's a lot happening in that particular area of yeah. the park. And when it comes to construction, that I think that entire line from Jurassic Park all the way to where the new lot is being brought up to Transformers. All of that, if they could just go a little bit further back, there could be some really interesting things. I wonder what I want I want more outdoors or rather I want a different outdoors. Yeah. But how is it going to change because you can't just reroute, you can't just make a new flume path. The ride, the ride is gonna be exactly the same. Yeah. From, uh, from the boats, and everything's gonna be the same. And how, as how it feels, is just gonna look different, and it's gonna be a new experience. And that, ultimately, it's similar to similarly to what I did after the rockin' stuff left, where I just put the ride soundtrack on my iPod and listened to it while we were riding it. It was great. So if you just have, and I'm sure they exist, you can find a pure audio file of the ride and just press play at the right time close your eyes you're back there yeah you're back on uh Ila nublar yeah because i want to say Ila de muerta but that's not what that is <laughs> that's a different one and thank you al roker for saying it's so weird <laughs> that it sticks out in my mind maybe we'll get an update on florida's Isla nublar or whatever it is with universal's fantastic worlds yeah maybe so something, speaking of Florida, speaking of Orlando, something I didn't hear anything about until we were researching for this episode is the replacement for Terminator 2 3D has has been kind of discussed and worked on. No signs of anything from the outside, and everything is rumors at this point, but they announced that it's going to open up spring-summer 2019. Well, yeah. well, I mean, Universal, if it's... If it's not as big of a deal, they're like, we're going to just do this on the sly and not really talk about it too much. I I, I am not quite sure what's going to lend itself best. The rumor is uh, a Jason Bourne live action show. Yeah, stunt show. And I feel like they've already missed the boat on that i i feel like yeah. they could use something that's maybe a little more current the last jason Bourne movie came out in 2016 so it'll be about three years since i don't know if there's another one in production but they're universal likes their action movies oh, so sure if they just made it a well you arguably the names get people in like the brands get people in sure. arguably but if you go action movie stunt show featuring real stunts from the Jason Bourne movies, Atomic Blonde, or any of the stuff that has come out within these past couple of years that really, from Taken, from whatever, and you list so, sort of like animal actors, that but would, with people. 
No, but you know what? That would lend itself so much better now that I that you're saying that and I'm thinking about it because that really is a pinnacle of so many Universal films. Mm-hmm. They really should have a show like that that just keeps updating itself, that we keep seeing new stunts or simulating that scene from that film, et cetera, and keep changing it up a little bit. Yeah. I think that would be great. They already have for the special effects. They already have for the animal actors. It would make sense for them to do something for a stunt show that's a little more generic, I would say. Yeah. I think that would be nice. I think it would be smarter that if they didn't tie it directly to one franchise. Yeah. It, that's but the problem is is, is as I mentioned it, it, when it comes to Universal it's especially this brand this ride go 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 like yeah. that's all that Universal is in has been like Disney has created their own adventures and has since gone into the branding of it but with Universal it's always it's not fight for the future a Terminator Two experience it's mm. Terminator Two three D fight for the future yeah it's it's. Uh, it's not, I mean, Minion Mayhem would be enough, but it's Despicable, Despicable Me, Me, Minion Mayhem, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, at all. Tra- even just Jurassic Park, The Ride. That's it. Transformers, The Ride, Backdraft. So it, it, there's there's always going to be a brand attached, though animal actors, action actors, like if you if you make the show's brand, then... I think that could be that could be something fun and interesting, and it, but it also looks like, from a lot of the photos that have been taken of the studio, they're bringing back the theater because right now they only worked essentially on a proscenium until they rode into the screen, and then the screen was the rest. So they're building out behind the screen so that there's more room for people to play. It seems, hmm. and it, there, there's a little bit more room because they don't have two screens. To, pro- to do the rear projection of the movie. And I- I'm excited for it, whatever it is, because it's going to be interesting. Oh, sure. And I'm a little, I'm a little sad. Uh, there's a friend of the show who used to be an Indiana Jones in the Indiana Jones stunt oh. show who's got a great born look. And actually, you can currently see him as one of the many... Um, oh, oh, why can't I think of it? Psycho. Um, oh, Norman. He yeah. can see him as one currently as one of the Norman Bateses at Universal Studios Hollywood. Mikey Christmas Kalinowski used to be a, um, a an Indiana Jones, but if they're doing a Bourne thing down there, he could have done it in a, in a second because hmm. he's got the look. And one of the his first Schmodown entrance song was the first Jason Bourne theme song. Oh. So it's like okay, there's a, there's a brand. Uh, familiarity there but that that'll be interesting it's sad that terminator 2 3d isn't around anymore i hope that universal releases it or it's a part of i'm sure it's on a terminator 2 collection similarly to how similarly to how back to the future the ride is on the back to the future collection and you can watch all of this stuff yeah yeah hey so uh what's going on in the forbidden forest we keep waiting to hear an official announcement, and Universal is still being really tight-lipped. Mm. But it, it's opening this year, and they've been full steam ahead with building. I've seen different rumors from different websites, etc., of different pictures or different things that they've heard. The most recent thing that I heard is that the trains themselves are going to be looking like Sirius Black's motorcycle, hmm. uh, which is also what Hagrid rides in okay. on with Harry from the beginning and later on in the series. I'm wondering if they're maybe going to do the escape from the seventh film where everyone is supposed to look like Harry yeah. to ward off all of Valdi's baddies. Here, so, here's your jumper. Get in the car. <laughs> it's one of the best sequences, or, actually. Could you could could you imagine if before one of the magic things that they do before you actually go is you see you quote see yourself. As Harry Polymorph Potter. into Harry Potter. 
That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. It would be something it would in in effect they could do it to where it's sort of a a crossfade of a this is this is technical talk that I hope people can understand. A crossfade of an alpha channel where the there is an invisible layer that you can't see that is mapped to the outline of your body mm-hmm. that then uses that outline to fade in the popping and glasses and everything of Harry Potter yeah. as it happens. Possible. It might look weird. It, again, we're not talking from any sort of experience. No, absolutely. But if, but... You, if you could do that and... Did did everybody look like Hagrid or not? Not every. It was okay. No, no, no. Everyone was supposed to look like Harry. And it, and it, everybody just went off in different places. That's right. Okay. Exactly because so. the idea was that with Harry coming of age, his protection at the Dursleys was going to be lifted because he is considered an adult in the wizard world. So yeah. Harry, you're on your own now. Good luck with that. We're gonna kill him. <laughs> So we have so we have next to no information other than some photos. The the track is all set. the The show buildings are in place. We saw the the ride vehicles, and now we just kind of wait. Yeah, that's really that's really it. Yeah. And one of the main other things that we're going to see at Universal this year is the construction of Super Nintendo Land. It's not opening this year. It's opening with the Olympics in 2020, but with how fast they're clearing the lot in California and from the original announcement, it opens in Tokyo first, but it opens in California next and then Florida after that. Mm -hmm. So if they're just prepping everything and priming everything, there's a lot, there's a lot to do. Oh yeah. There's a lot to do. So excited that that's happening. Oh, and there's also the globe theater replacement, which we don't know about either. It's rumored to be a secret life of pets attraction. Now that the whole thing with Louis C.K. has gotten taken care of and it's now Patton Oswalt that is playing the main character, it's not necessarily as tarnished of a brand as I claimed earlier in the show, earlier in the run of the show, but I don't want it to be that. Yeah, neither do I. I feel like it's done. Granted, I haven't seen either film. And, well, the sequel is coming out later this year, so to launch the oh, sequel, right. launch the sequel, and be like, "Ah, oh, and you can go on the ride right now." But it, I think it would be interesting as to why they would make that a California exclusive. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. All right, let's talk about the big D in the room. <laughs> let's talk about Disney. Now with Disney, Disney in Disney Springs, I found this one randomly looking around we're getting an nba experience it is a basketball themed attraction that will feature dozens of interactive activities including trivia games a replica of the nba combine a slam dunk challenge get me there i want to be there and more i'm really curious where exactly this is going up because immediately when i was looking at this i'm like is this the 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 nephew of ESPN Zone slash Disney Quest. I think you if if it's gonna be if you need multiple courts if it's if you're if you're trying to replicate the combine you need space if it's a slam dunk challenge that's a different floor than a regular court you know because if you're telling people we're gonna help you slam dunk that means whether it's trampolines safety floor all sorts of things and waivers galore that you'll need in order to do it. That rhymed, thank you. But it, it they're going to need a lot of floor space. So I can imagine this being in the Disney Quest building 100%. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the outside's already there. You just clear it all out and you matterhorn it by putting a couple of basketball courts in it <laughs> and you call it a day. Uh, depending on the cost... You know, I'm not an NBA fan. I like basketball. Mm-hmm. So if there's a cool thing that you can only do there that's really interesting, yeah, I'm all about it. All right, let's talk about Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, which is going to be a Hollywood Studios show, a, a, a car show, stunt show that's going to be, what was it? Was it lights? It was lights something action? 
Lights, racing action, lights, whatever. It's replacing the old show that was at Hollywood Studios <laughs> uh, with Tomator, Cruz Romero's, and the gang from Radiator Springs rooting him on lightning gears up for his challenge. Okay. Great. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, lightning demonstrates what he's learned over the years by using his brand new state-of-the-art racing simulator and its wraparound screen. What? We can take pictures with Cruz Ramirez. We need to watch Cars 3. Mm. I say need. It can't be as bad as Cars 2. Cars 2 was awful. Uh, speaking of Disney Hollywood Studios, they're they're celebrating their 30th anniversary. So with that, they're also going to be throwing a party called Stage 89, an unofficial celebration of Walt Disney World in 1989 uh, that you're going to have to register for. Also, of course, the Skyliner is is coming that year, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway will be opening up in place of the great movie ride. And it looks... I mean, I'm excited. It's Mickey and Minnie, for goodness sake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's about time that they get their own ride. Damn right. It's only been... 90, um, 90 years. I mean, in terms of theme parks, though. 61 years. Yeah. 60 what no, no it's been more than that it's almost 55. almost 65 yeah yeah no, no thank you <laughs> um but speaking of celebrations we're getting their part we're getting their party at the magic kingdom and at uh, disneyland proper and the disneyland is getting move it shake it mouska dance it street party Uh, we're also getting the we're getting a nighttime celebration, not necessarily a fireworks celebration, but a big projection party up and down Main Street. And there's a version of it in Hong Kong that we're supposed to be getting a lot of it of. Mm-hmm. Have did you have you looked for it yet? I have not. It's fine. Okay. It's probably better in person, but it's it's ultimately fine. And it'll be something that the kids will love. I bet the parents will be looking at the castle waiting for something to happen. Sure. Probably nothing will happen. Great. But with this projection technology, you can have the party around the entire park. Because at least for us here, you can have it in uh, the, the mall. You can have it at the Rivers of America. And you could probably expand it further. Oh, yeah. Just not to Galaxy's Edge. Nope. That's the big thing this year. Galaxy's Edge coming to California and Florida. Who boy. We know we're getting two attractions. We know we're getting a cantina where you can only drink inside that cantina. And I wonder what they're going to do with food. Because uh, it was kind of unceremoniously changed at Pandora this year. Yeah. Where the main sort of Navi menu is like, ah, we do rice bowls. You want a rice bowl? Apparently, though, the food there is really quite good and fresh. People have been coming out saying, you know, this is actually one of the better food options at Walt Disney World Resort. Granted, Walt Disney World Resort doesn't have, per se, the same level of options and freshness and caliber that Disneyland Resort has. Sure, but also the Animal Kingdom food, you know. Oh, yeah, way absolutely. Different. Way different. So much. So I don't know much how they deliciousness. Did it. Don't know what like what the difference is, is with like a couple of acres away. It's like oh, this is theme park food. But it's then Joe Rody, man, because he he went. Thank and blame Joe. Don't blame him for anything. No, it's good he's, blame. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. I love his style. Me too. I like his giant earring. Yeah. I I would use plural because he has different ones but he only wears one no he has different earrings in one ear (laughs) (laughs) that's what it is he's so cool uh he 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 was all about being really culturally thoughtful and appropriate for everything that the cuisine had to match as best as it could Even the more Americanized spots to eat there were also really good. That one barbecue area. Yeah. Did you ever think you could love a sausage? You could enjoy a sausage? I I knew I could enjoy one. Okay. So, like, (laughs) like, I 
love that poster. It's so funny. Yeah. With, so with Galaxy's Edge, I wonder how long the, pure, quote, pure Star Wars experience is going to last before it starts getting into, ah, we'll just serve Earth food. <laughs> no. No. All you right. know what? I think... I think they're really going to stick to it as much as they possibly can. Yeah. The one thing, though, is they are going to have to invent things specifically for the land because besides blue milk, there's really nothing. Oh, and the uh, self-rising bread that Ray eats mm. well, that's... in Force Awakens, there's really nothing really particular. Oh, and then Anakin feeds Padme like some weird fruit pear thing. No, it was just, I think it was just pears. I think it was. <laughs> it did look like just a pear. That's the thing is you uh, don't see people eating in these movies. Yeah. But one of the things too about, busy to one eat. One of the things about Batu being a like a port city is or a crossroads city is you have people cooking different types of cuisines for everybody who comes in to make them want to come back. So they can't. This is such a good idea, but they can. They can make stuff from the snowy planets, from the foresty planets, from the desert planets, everything. And while it may not be something that you see on, you have ever seen on camera, it could be something. It's something that reminds you of those places. Yeah. As opposed, so for the people who just Hoth is the snowy planet of choice right now. But if if this was something that the rebel soldiers used to to make on on Hoth. And a lot of the other planets have picked it up as well. Something something like that. And what makes me also really excited is I know that they're going to create a backstory for every single thing that they're, that they're putting into this land. Including so that's you. going to include the food and the mm-hmm. drink. And DJ Rex. I'm wondering, yeah, I hope, I, I hope Roxanne is able to visit him too. His Disneyland paris girlfriend oh the 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 arcade keep yeah oh that's funny with with the cute high-pitched voice who uh declares how brave and smart rex is Mm. i i don't know if she's still there now that they've done the update but we'll, we'll look we'll look when we go back but we're whenever the heck that is we're super excited for this one we don't know when we're gonna go because it's gonna be an absolute madhouse yeah i mean i'm tentatively blocking off time in my mind that there's just we're going to find out and then we're just going to try and get in the car and go yeah Yep. But it's also going to depend on passes, etc. Because right now we are We only have we don't have all of the passes back that we want, Disney being one of them. But we're we're working on it and we're hope we're hoping that we can take you along with us. Sure. The other thing too though is with Galaxy's Edge and everything happening with Disney, they're now blocking off certain entire parks for an extended period of time depending on your pass level etc and part of me has wondered if it's better to get multi-day tickets Mm -hmm. but i don't know if we can hold out as long as that because that is a very long time for us and also we would be missing out on our our minor dining discounts which (laughs) never never is great but yeah it's hard there there's so much happening this year we have to properly stagger it and then also what's not on this list is d23 d23 is this year in anaheim and that's going to be at the end of august and that's going to have its own madhouse its own craziness associated with that, it. I can easily predict that that's going to be the busiest weekend at the park. That Probably. coupled with D23 coupled with Galaxy's Edge, it's going to be a madhouse in downtown Anaheim. It's going to be rough. It's going to be crazy. But, well, I wanted to save the best for last because with Disneyland opening Galaxy's Edge, 
California Adventure has to step up. You know, they have to they have to put something out that can rival the amount of car the the amount of people that are going to be coming into the park. So naturally, what they decided to do was to finally finish Pixar Pier, and that's it. <laughs> we haven't talked about it on the show, but uh, the Bing Bong. Uh, character oh, finally yeah. showed up and it's the bing bong from the parade and that's why we had to wait because the parade was still running that really annoys me gosh it annoys me so much that's a little frustrating but we're going to be getting the uh the inside out ride which is a reskinned uh flix flyers carnival ride um what is it um it's the inside out emotional whirlwind emotional whirlwind that's right and then jesse's uh, carousel jesse's critter carousel is going to be opening up too great another cool, fine. cheap ride yeah but eh, i'm just sad that we missed it like those the animals on the triton carousel were so Cute. interesting and now it's like we're getting the like with uh carnival games how you get sort of like the cheap knockoff looking thing. yeah and, and that's what we're getting at least at least there's consistency in the area, mm-hmm. but I'm I am a little disappointed with that. But I'm more irritated than anything else that it's still not done, and we're waiting for it to be finished this year. And right, it's not now. it it's not going to be anything that I feel is worth waiting for. It's mm. not anything exciting. It's Great. Here, here are these uh, two throw-in rides that were technically already here, just in different places and in different themes and looks. When I was hearing about an Inside Out ride coming to California Adventure in the Paradise Pier area, I was really excited for what that could be. It could have been something really special, a really fantastic dark ride. That would have been fun for the entire family. They could have done something really special with it. And the fact that all they're doing with the property that is Inside Out is this cheap carnival ride really disappoints me. I really feel that Disney can do so much better, especially with that space. They'd been holding off on that area for the former Malibuomer for so long and... I know Imagineering was talking about doing something more substantial in that spot. And they, this is what they're doing. And that, that disappoints me. I'm so excited for Galaxy's Edge. Thank goodness. But don't pretend that Pixar Pier is really going to lighten the load on the crowds. It's not. It's not going to soup it's gonna i would say if anything it's gonna lighten up that area a bit like it's gonna make the pixar pal around a little bit shorter and it's gonna make midway mania a little bit shorter but not by much no i think if there's any place for an inside out ride on disney property it's an epcot what a better place for a an an internal physical look at at the body and and that sort of emotions than that pavilion well you know where the idea for inside out came from right it was the former cranium command that was in epcot which was also previously inspired by an old disney uh, mini animated short mm. back in the symphony? 50s 60s uh, it wasn't a silly symphonies okay. i can't rem- i can't quite remember but one uh pete doctor saw Cranium Command and was like, hey, this would make for a really cool full film, a full story. And meantime, Disney has, of course, just let Cranium Command sit there. And, and get stolen. Then, then Buzzy and, and his friend just get stolen. And I found out today, oh? reportedly, poor Buzzy, before... The rest of his audio animatronic body was taken. First, his hands were decapitated, Ooh. and his clothing was removed. Sounds so like he... he was he, first. He was assaulted and uh, made naked, and and then just taken later. And we still don't officially know if the full the main audio animatronic 
was stolen or if Imagineering has taken it in or whatnot, but for a police report that was filed that has finally come to light, it does mention that the hands and the clothing was missing. So, interesting, interesting developments on Buzzy. Buzzy, I'm so sorry that you have been assaulted in such a cruel way. I have never known you except in old YouTube videos, but I hope you're safe and can get back home swiftly. Safely. But that would be the perfect opportunity to for everything to become full circle and put a uh, an inside out right there. Absolutely. But it's time's ticking, man. Mm-hmm. Like inside out, while it is a great, it's similarly to what we were talking about with the, the born thing. Just jump on these, jump on these. And, and take the risk because you own the IP. You don't have to pay anything for it. You're just kind of reskinning something and just give it a shot. Like you kept trying to make it work with Alien Encounter. Why don't you <laughs> think? Because then imagine if you, you take. That was all Eisner. So that area had a bunch of like carnival game type things, right? No. Actually that what was the pavilion called shoot i can't remember off the top of my head but the, it had everything to do with the body yeah it it the, all, something of something of body pavilion it might have was it the body pavilion no i mean i think body was in the name i would know this if wonders the, of life there we go the wonders yeah. of life pavilion it had all of these really different things different aspects of the body the the wonders of life how how we think how we interact our body processes that's where body wars was originally before we had star tours that was our first incarnation for something like that as an attraction too bad it made everybody sick and nauseous just like the making of me made everybody sick and nauseous but for different reasons (laughs) But they had cute little interactive areas. I mean, the majority of the pavilion wasn't per se big blockbuster attractions, but Body Wars was Epcot's one of Epcot's first thrill rides, if I'm not mistaken. The film was directed by Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah. So how about that? Yeah. Elizabeth Shue was one of the, the starred actors in it. And it, it was that was a really important pavilion for for all of epcot to kind of step things up and make things a little more exciting yeah and the fact that it's been in this weird stasis of half abandonment for so long is is unfortunate and it would be really nice to see disney give that area some love especially with all of the work that they are doing on epcot the fact that nothing was mentioned for that pavilion disappointed a lot of Epcot fans and a lot of just in general Disney fans. I think that Inside Out has a little more staying power than the Bourne series, at least in terms of people who are going to visit Disney parks. So I think that they still have some time, but they really shouldn't wait too long on it either. Yeah, it's running out. I don't think we're going to get Inside Out 2. No. I don't, I don't think we should, rather, even though Pete's one of the one of the leaders over at the studio these days. he there He's always been one of the more, all right, let's do another one. Let's do a different one. Let's do a different one. Yeah. And uh, so I think there's time left, sure, but yeah. that's the place That's the place to do it, and it we just, clock's are ticking. So those... I'm, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of other things that, that we may have missed. Um, I know there, there's some stuff in, in France, I think. I think the, the Ant-Man and the Wasp ride is opening up this year in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. D- don't necessarily know. There's a lot of stuff coming out. But what... Now, I, I'm going to do this to you. We, we pick three, mm-hmm. but we're picking two, three, and four. Because number one is Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> right. So now we're picking two, three, and four mm-hmm. on a top four. 
what and let's do that with no particular order just three things from this list that you're excited for okay i'm excited for the dollywood expansion because that sounds really cool i'm excited for the calico rapids attraction Mm -hmm. and i am excited for jurassic world Hmm. those are my top three Why'd you pick those? Why? Yeah. Uh, one, I really like water rides. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I Especially the Rapids rides. Jeez. I really love the Rapids rides. Well, and I've always appreciated Knott's Rapids ride because it, out of the options that we've had in Southern California, it was definitely one of the best. I felt that it had a good middle ground of some theming but still a little more thrill i do love grizzly river run but i feel like they could turn up the rapids part of that attraction but it has right now the best theming so i'm excited to see the theming upped for knots and uh maybe it will become number one for our area maybe maybe yeah. I'm, i mean again we'll see but i'm giving them that benefit to see what what's going to How, what, had you been on be? roaring rapids and six flags probably yes. not in a long time in terms of the rapids part i felt that that place had the best but it's ju- it's just a boat in a tube yeah nothing nothing super special no um for mine i'm gonna say if if i could visit any of these roller coaster places and for sure for certain i'm very interested in steel curtain uh the 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 pittsburgh steelers ride very mm-hmm. interested in that but if i'm looking at rides that i can actually probably make it to this year I would say the the West Coast Racers at Six Flags, mostly because a, tri- a trip to Six Flags is way overdue. And there's a couple of rides over there that I have I haven't been on the new version of Colossus yet. I haven't been on Green Lantern, but I hear that's very uncomfortable because <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pachinko ride. Um, so that would be one of mine. I don't want to say Jurassic World, but I kind of want to say Jurassic World. Why don't you want to say Jurassic World? Because you said it. I'm trying to get a look. Dinos. Cause, well, no, because that means that we're going to see it already because it's something you want to do and I want to do what you want to do. Okay. Well, I mean, we I'm, are married after all. That's exactly why. We're going to do all these things. <laughs> I'm interested to see what the Lego movie world is. I found yeah. I found out about this because we found out about it last night and Lego Land being a kids to family park. I'm interested to see what what these are three new rides is is a lot yeah now whether they're going to be carnival style rides just themed to bricksburg stuff i guess we'll find out but i i would like to think that legoland will spend the money on a lego franchise thing i'm pretty sure that they will especially with the sequel coming out this year yeah and if that works then it'll probably make a transfer over to the california park as well maybe so I'll say that. And then I think it's got to be Mickey's Runaway Railway mm. for me. That I was so happy to finally go on the Great Movie Ride, but it was still like, okay. It was kind of, it was kind of like watching TCM in the middle of the day where you're like, <laughs> this is good. I like this. <laughs> but I think... I, I love the new style of Mickey Mini cartoons. Oh, yeah. So having that be, I guess, immortalized for the time being and being injected into that world and be a part of that world looks like fun, especially since if the rumors are true and we're going to be getting one too, we'll be able to enjoy it a lot more often. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what from 2019 you're excited for by contacting us on Twitter at Party of Two Pod. Make sure you leave us a review over on iTunes, Google Play, whatever your podcast uh, podcast distributor of choice is. You can find all of the places where you can listen to us at anchor.fm slash party of two pod. And 
If you want to support us even further, you can sign up for uh, financial subscriptions there. It would really help us out. We love you. We appreciate you. And uh, I think that'll do it for this episode. We're not in any rush to get on any ride, but I mean, we got to start planning. We do. We so, have we have all of these maps here, honey. We we, to, we have to make decisions now. Right now. Right now. So before we make those decisions, Andrea, where can the folks find you on Twitter? You can find me at Dole Whip Drea on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find me at Mark B. Donica. You can check out all the other stuff that I do too. I do a wrestling podcast called The Wrestling Professionals, and I I talk about cartoons sometimes. But uh, follow me on Twitter for all of the information about that. Follow us at Party of Two Pod, and tell your friends. We're trying to join. We're trying to bring the family up. We're trying to have more than just two people. So uh, <laughs> let us know. Uh, let us know if you're enjoying the show. Also by tagging us on Twitter, and we want to see your explorations into the various theme parks as well. Please, and if there's also a topic that you'd like to hear us talk about, something that is interesting, whether it be in your neck of the woods or somewhere in another part of the world anything at all just uh let us know and you can find us at so many different places so many different places at party of two pod but thank you so much for listening to this episode of party of two we will see you on the next ride